Welcome back. It's the Commander's Brew. It's your boy, Sean, bringing you the usual, some hilarious decks and a lot of fun. The true usual is me with my co-host, Andy, but Andy is away. He is becoming proud papa times two. Uh, I'll let him make any official announcements regarding names and weights and dates when he comes back, but... This is very exciting. Uh, Andy's going to have two kids. This means I'm going to have to catch up. I'm going to have to have another kid to catch up to that. Uh, but I am doing great with one little baby. She's doing great. Uh, that's I got it. It's enough of a handful as is. But this is the Commander's Brew. This is usually a two-person podcast. Who am I going to bounce my ideas off of? Well... It happens to be the Innistrad set, so I'm bouncing my ideas off a very special guest, Audric. Welcome, Audric. How are you today? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. It's great to be here. Yes, thank you for having me. Innistrad is excellent. And I'm happy to talk about Commander decks, have a few laughs, etc. That's great. Now, could you fill us in which one are you? Quite frankly, insulted. You can't tell? I'm sorry, no. Uh, it's hard. I'm Audric Lunark Marshall. Okay, okay. Anyway, so why aren't you on Innistrad? I've been very busy, Andy. Okay, I'm Sean. Yes, you seem the same to me. Do you see how it feels when you mix up which one of a similar thing it is? Okay, yes, yes I get your point. Well, thank you, but I... Honestly, truthfully, I haven't been on Innistrad in quite some time. I've been too busy touring my book on my oh. book tour. Books? Tell us all about it. Yes, of course. Buy my book, $29.99 on Amazon.com or other booksellers. Or use my code to get a free month subscription to Audible.com. Use code Lunark Marshall, and I get a sweet slice. Okay, Audible isn't actually one of our sponsors. We do that part a bit later. Gotta promote the biz, you know? Gotta promote the book biz. It's cutthroat, gotta tell ya. And I am really, really trying to get a meeting with Oprah. I don't know if she does books anymore. Me neither, but I think we'd be great pals in any case. I also want to meet Stedman and learn literally anything about him. That guy is an enigma. He lurks so well, he'd fit right in on Innistrad. <laughs> so what about the book? Sure. It's all about how I single-handedly stopped the Eldrazi from taking over back in Eldritch Moon, and I trapped Emrakul in the moon itself. Yes! Okay, is that really what happened? It's called Artistic License as an Author. You gotta understand, my ghostwriter thought it would play better this way. That I'd sell more paper, you know what I mean? Oh, who's your ghostwriter? Sure, it's some nerdy spirit from Innistrad. Some sort of library geist. Loves books, couldn't wait to work on it. Pens for arms, that sort of thing. Perfect job for them. Sounds great, actually. But I do the audiobook version. It's my actual voice reading it. My dulcet tones. Uh, shall I do a sample? We don't really have... Yes, you do. Yes, you do. 
Here we go, here we go. After the battle, Odric stood, his shirt torn open at the chest, his ample pecs heaving from exertion, his breath visible in the chill morning air as it escaped his full and luscious lips. That one little piece of off-colored hair, damp from sweat, clinging to his brow tighter than the butt of his leather pants. Okay, which okay, wa- okay, okay, that's enough. Is this a romance novel? Yes, you should see the cover. I'm ripped on it. It's excellent. Okay, well, we should do our own sponsor thing now, if that's all right with you. Oh, yes, of course. By all means, get to it. I know how it is. Got to promote the biz. Uh, yeah, I want to thank y'all for listening. Thank you so, so much for listening. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, some of you also have gone on to donate to Commander's Brew. Nope. Have donate to patreon.com slash Commander's Brew. That's excellent, too. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, other ways to help out if you don't got that kind of cash, no problem. You can give us a nice review on your podcast app of choice. You can give us a like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. That really helps us out a lot. Uh, you can buy cards through our TCG player link in the show notes of this or any other episode. We get a little slice of that action. Uh, you know, I, Audric tells me it's all about getting slices. So that's that's part of that, too. Uh, except if you are a Canadian listener... We have the best deal for you. Actual money off your magic singles from the Wizard Tower. Let's hear an ad from them now. You enter the cave and discover that we're proud Canadian podcasters. And we're proud to be sponsored by one of Canada's premier card stores, the Wizard's Tower. WizardTower.com Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code BREWADVENTURES to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. Now, roll a perception check. Okay, uh, again, I'm so happy to have you here with us, Audric. It's excellent. Yes, excellent, excellent. Yes, or yes, uh, yes. Thank you for being here. It's great. Uh, I cannot wait to see what kind of deck you brewed up for us this week. Let's hear it. Who did you brew around? Yes, Vorel of the Hull Clade, a Simic commander, green, blue, one, Three mana value for a one for legendary human merfolk. Love the merfolk. Green, blue, tap. Double the amount of each kind of counter on target artifact, creature, or land. Value, baby. Okay, hang on a second. What? What do you mean? Yeah, what's this? This is Simic. Yes, I love the value of it all. But you're a mono-white commander. I'm also not an idiot, you buffoon. Why would I pick a mono-white commander when I can play sick, simic value? And we're going over the top on value with this one. Yes, sir. Yes. So, are you admitting that you're a bad commander? Nah, I'm good. This is just way more fun. (laughs) 
Okay. So to set the scene, I notice you've got the classic proliferate package for a mana base. Uh, I know you're including a lot of the lands that get counters on it so you can proliferate with them. For example, Mage's Ring Network. Uh, it taps for colorless, or you can tap to put a charge counter on it by paying one. And the great thing about Mage's Ring Network is you can remove all the counters to get a colorless for each counter removed. This land doesn't restrict you to one mana per turn. So Pharrell's allowed to double them. So you could, in theory, get a bunch of counters on here pretty easily between proliferating and then doubling them. So this land alone could contribute to a huge output of mana. Any proliferate deck's also going to run Astral Cornucopia, XXX is the triple X rated <laughs> magic card. There's probably some altars of this that are like, you know, taking advantage of that, I assume. Anyway, uh, yes, Astral Cornucopia, triple X, uh, and it enters with that many charge counters on X charge counters, but we're only going to want to hit one. We're only going to want to pay three to give it a one counter, and then we're just going to proliferate those and just profit mana. This one taps all, all of it taps for mana of a color of your choice um, as you tap it. Uh, and then Everflowing Chalice, very similar. It costs nothing, but you can multi-kick it for two. So basically every two mana you put into it, you get a charge counter in it, which taps for a colorless in this case. But again, we only want to pay two to get it down for a single mana. This is also generally a very good magic card. You know, now in Commander, we're generally on to two-mana mana rocks, and this one is a two-mana tap for one, but it can tap for more if you draw it late game and you want to do that. Just to, I'm talking in general. In a proliferate deck, though, this is an absolute must-include, and it's definitely one of the one of the vegetables, I'd say, in the deck. You've got a newer one in here, uh, Empowered Auto Generator. This is a four mana artifact. Uh, it enters tapped, which is a bit of a drawback. But when you t you tap it and put a charge counter on it and then add X mana of any color where X is the number of charge counters. So as this taps, it starts to generate more mana. But of course, we're going to be... We're going to be adding mana through proliferating. So this thing will be tapping for a lot like any of our mana rocks. And of course, Voltaic Key is in the deck as well. So we can pay one and untap our mana rocks to get double out of them. And when they're tapping for three, four, five or more, doubling those for a single mana is enormous. And Empowered Auto Generator not only doubles them, but gives you an extra one. While we're talking doubling, let's keep in mind Varel is the commander, so we can also double all the counters yet again. This is this is great. The, the, this is <laughs> I can see why you're doing this. This is a uh, pretty valuable. Okay, here's some really neat moves. Working on a neat moves. So we're all about proliferating, right? So we're definitely using Thrumming Bird, one and a blue for a bird horror, one one flying, and whenever it deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. Also, Guild Pact Informant, same thing, costs one more, but it also hits players or planeswalkers and then proliferates. Yes. And since we're going to proliferate the most, we're looking to get 
Evolution Sage and Flux Channeler out. Evolution Sage is a creature, green and two for a three two elf druid. And whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you proliferate landfall, baby. Also, Flux Channeler, two and a blue, two two human wizard. And whenever you cast a spell, a non-creature spell, you proliferate. This includes artifacts. This is great. And since we rely heavily on these two creatures, we've got Worldly Tutor, single green instant, search your library for any creature card, put it on top of your library after you've shuffled it, so we guarantee to get it next draw step. Uh, also, Cord of Calling, X, green, 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 also has Convoke for an instant. Search a library for a creature card with a mana value X or less and put it directly onto the battlefield. Shuffle your library. We have no trouble getting lots of mana to get this one out, and we only need it for six, really, to get one of those two creatures. <laughs> wow, those are... Some pricey cards. We don't normally brew like that around here. Well, uh, luckily, I'm not from around here. Sean, you take the next set of neat moves. Okay. Uh, some of the extra things we're going to be doing with charge counters here uh, are things like Primal Amulet. Uh, right? This is a four-mana artifact. It makes instants and sorceries cost one less. And when we get up to four charge counters, we get one every time we cast one. Uh, we can, we may remove those counters and transform it. Uh, so we can actually proliferate this to transform right away. When it transforms on the back, it becomes a land called Primal Wellspring. And whenever we tap it for mana of any color, that mana, if it's used for an instant or sorcery, causes us to copy the instant or sorcery. So you know you got to balance like do you want this to do you, would you rather have cheap spells i imagine we don't want cheaper spells with all the extra mana we're generating we probably just want to copy our little cantrippy spells or big draw spells or something like that Ooh, this is a classic in any proliferate deck lux cannon four mana artifact tap put a charge counter on it these things are proliferatable as we know and then tap remove three charge counters destroy target permanent Target permanent, that can hit lands too. Uh, so if your opponent has a mage ring network that's loaded up with counters, we can get that one too. This is, especially with Voltaic Key, man, this is a, I, yeah, this is a fun deck. This is a great one. And I want to point out, this card used to be a little bit pricey. Lux Cannon's a buck fifty, thanks to Double Masters. So thank you, Double Masters, for bringing the, this, the cost of this card down. Money's no object for me. Okay. And since we're doing proliferating, lots of it, both with landfall triggers and with flux channel, we want to cast a lot of spells. That's why we're running all the major cantrips. We're talking opt, single blue, scry one, draw a card. We're talking consider. Single blue, instant, look at the top card, you may put it into your graveyard, draw a card. Getaxian Probe, it's free, just two life, draw a card, and some other stuff that doesn't matter. 
But yes, it's excellent. And spells that ramp also contribute to landfall proliferate and spell proliferate at the same time if you've got both Flux Channeler and Evolution Sage out. So, I mean, into the north. One and a green for a sorcery. Search your library for a Snowland card. Put it into play tapped. Shuffle your library. I, I'm now assuming that you have a mix of Snowlands in there, right? Sure, why not? Uh, evolving Wilds, uh, Cultivate, Farseek, these are all... Uh, evolving Wilds is the land that uh, has two landfall triggers. Um, I'm thinking of Rampant Growth, Tutor for a regular basic, uh, put it into play, tapped. Cultivate puts one into play, one into your hand. Farseek lets us search your library for a Plains Island Swamp or Mountain, put it into the battlefield, tapped. It has to be a non, a non-forest. That's the only thing like that. Uh, yeah, these are like getting double proliferates off these if you have everything set up, which we might because we run tutors, I guess. That sounds pretty good. Yes, and since we've got lots of land tutoring, including some general ones, we're for sure gonna run Field of the Dead for some major zombie attacks. You know, if you're all zones, we've got seven or more lands of different types. Every landfall trigger nets us a 2-2 zombie, and this is great news for Culling Deus. It can help fuel that with the first charge counter. Two mana for an artifact, tap, sack a creature, put a charge counter on it, and we'll proliferate it, and we'll double the counters on it, and eventually we'll pay one to sacrifice Culling Deus and draw cards equal to the number of charge counters, which is probably eight or ten whenever we need to, which takes us to some of our neatest moves. How do we finish games? Well, Sphinx Bone Wand. Seven mana. Artifact. Also counts as a non-creature spell. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, put a charge counter on it and then do damage to any target based on the number of charge counters. Where well, we intend to double these counters and cast many little cantrips and many little spells to look up for lands. We can finish the game by doing 12, 13 damage off of a couple of spells. It's usually enough to make a player's life total go down to below zero. So, yes, not a problem. Yes. I also notice there's a few X spells in here. I do love X spells. That's kind of my favorite thing. Uh, and uh, Genesis Wave. Yeah. Uh, X, green, green, green. Sorcery. Reveal the top X cards of your library. And if you reveal permanence of value X or less, and I have a feeling there will be no permanence that cost more than whatever X we're doing. We will definitely hit uh, a lot of lands. A lot of lands will come into play from this, which will trigger Evolution Sage if that's out. Um, other proliferatables, maybe that Sphinx Bone Wand makes an appearance because of this. It seems seems good in this deck. Uh, it's, it's a little pricey. It's uh, you know almost 10 bucks, but that's, that's not too bad. And my very favorite way to win is to stick a Magistrate Scepter. Magistrate Scepter is a three mana artifact, and for four and a tap, you can put a charge counter on it, which will proliferate like crazy, and eventually tap, remove three measly charge counters, take an extra turn after this one, and we plan to take 
all the turns from that point forward. <laughs> yes, this deck is fun. Yes. Well, this does sound like quite a deck. So normally this is the part of the show where we would thank the Discord helpers, uh, but I'm assuming you didn't have a lot of help with this deck here. You you seem like the type of person who likes to do things their own way, is my hunch here. Oh, of course not. I am a mono-white creature after all, and I love to work as a team, so thank you very much to Groove Chicken, Chiefy, Jamon, Knuckle Booper, Ravenous, Mr. Big Benz, and Lifterman Jero. Yes, thank you. And now that takes us to the budget report. Okay, so we looked up the price of this deck, and uh, this deck comes in TCG Player Mid at uh, $1,000. $229.46. Audric, that's a lot of money. The lands alone are $1,090. Uh, that's well over the budget we use. I can see that the most expensive card in the deck is Tropical Island. Uh, original Duel, about $740 these days. And you are running all of the fetches that can get green or blue. Each of those are between 30 and 50 bucks. Yes, it's a fool's errand not to run all the fetches you can. It's just good value. And with 40 life total to start with, it doesn't matter at all. Gotta hit those landfall triggers as well for proliferating, so it only makes sense. So... If the lands are close to two grand, that kind of makes the rest of the deck about two fifty, which isn't too bad. <laughs> Nothing. And so then, at that point, the most expensive card is Worldly Tutor for twenty five bucks. Uh, okay, this is you know this is not a typical Commander's Brood deck, but Audric, I want to thank you for bringing that to us, for helping us out with that that sort of deck. I think is going to be. It's, it certainly seems like a lot of fun, and so I guess I have a question. I I can't imagine you playing Commander back on Innistrad or whatever. Like, so who who's in your playgroup? Do you do you get to play Commander very often? Oh, sure. It's usually me and the other Audric, uh, Invisible Stalkers in our playgroup. Uh, we've got Thing in the Ice when he's not in the ice. Uh, we play with one of those 3-2 Eldrazi creature tokens. Nice guy. I mean, he gets a bad rap because he's an Eldrazi, but he's very cool. He's got a Beta Lotus. Mint condition, graded at 9.1 mint. It's, it's, it's cool. He drives a Ferrari. We get to play at his house, and, you know, he's got a man cave with a wet bar and everything. And, you know, we have a few drinks while we're playing over there and the games get a little sloppy but i mean that's not the kind of night you want to run a deck like this with tons of triggers we need something simple then like a that's the well that's a mono white deck then but a nice simple not much going on if you know what i mean well uh audric i, I want to thank you for joining us uh very excited to be back visiting Innistrad, even if you're not there 
and thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you enjoyed us, leave a comment. If you have a comment for Audric, um, I, I imagine he might be replying to some of these comments. So uh, let us know. And uh, stay tuned next week for another Deck Tech. Yeah. Bye.